0: Guys, guys, non-binary pals, welcome back to another edition of the Stardust Press Podcast, where we once again watched a little bit of wrestling. We watched uh, the two well, the two nights of Kobe World uh, for Dragon Gate, but we only watched the championship matches as far as what we're going to review. Uh, because that equals out to about seven matches, so pretty solid. Um then we also watched the first night of Stardom's five-star Grand Prix because we wanted to watch Kyrie and Nane on the bike. So uh,
1: Yeah, they came that,
0: out on the bike. I feel like we... yeah. we One, we totally did, too. I was talking to Alex. Alex was just like, yeah, night two is all right. Uh, it's not really up to scale with night one. I was like, well, listen, we were not going to watch night two at all. We just wanted to watch <laughs> Nane and Kyrie on the bike. So uh, thank you for being a good friend. But I mean, <laughs> well, I'm watching that. <laughs> um, and then to close it off we're going to do a all time Joshi draft because uh, we, we still have a lot of draft ideas that we haven't done but we don't necessarily do them per se uh, often I mean we did uh, the one a few weeks ago just as a kind of we don't have much to do so let's do it but I uh, had this one in the back pocket and this was one of those weeks where there wasn't much going on that really interested us so I was just like, let's do it. Why not? Um, but first off, in a little bit of news, first coming out of NOAA. So they announced at a press conference that a uh, Timothy Thatcher is having visa issues, so he's getting pulled out of the N1. And they had a match between Kenyo Kata and Yoshiki Namura, a.k.a. two people who should have been in this tournament already uh for a spot for Timothy Thatcher spot and Kenya gets his first big win over his dojo rival and gets his first entry into a no tournament ever which is fantastic uh i posted the clip i don't know if you've seen it but like as soon as he grabbed In- inamora going for the uh japanese leg roll clutch uh the crowd was just like very vocal cuz they they knew it was like oh yeah this is it right here and then when he won it was a big reaction it was nice and then uh, the Global account was just like, yeah, this is how much making N1 means to our homegrown heavyweight. And I'm like, you. well, if it meant that much to y'all, then these two would already been in the tournament and they wouldn't have to do this. <laughs> so, I mean... Um,
1: Logistics.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm just glad that Kenya got in. Uh, it's his first tournament ever, and he's been in like almost four years now. Uh, and I really hope that they don't give him the rookie treatment of you're going to lose every match because that would be very stupid, especially since how the president of NOAA has talked about his and Nina Morris progression and seemingly has tried to butter, butter us up to the idea that they're going to get a push soon, which I highly doubt. But uh, the wins that Thatcher were, was going to get, I would probably just give them to the Kenya so you can establish him as somebody who isn't an undercard guy, as someone who you can actually build with for the future and be a threat. Uh, sucks about Thatcher but I cannot lie I'm very happy that he's on this tournament uh, especially because he gets to face Nakajima who's one of the guys who helped train him uh, and Kojima said he was the one that he wanted to face the most in o, which is crazy <laughs> it's crazy Kojima's just the nicest man alive he's like yeah y'all got these young guys I want to face them I don't really care about them. <laughs> um, so he's in it uh, he's in the B block I want to say uh, was the block that Thatcher was supposed to be in, which is the second time Noah has put a tag title on somebody and they've
1: gotten visa issues.
0: Uh, uh, I
1: think they should stop putting tag titles on foreigners.
0: Well, I was under the impression that Thatcher was just going to stay there in Japan because he well, doesn't do bookings elsewhere or and hasn't since he's left WWE. And his big goal was to go to Japan. So I was under the impression that he was just gonna stay there with Hideki and just chill. I didn't think he was actually gonna leave the country. So um, But yeah, this is the second time this has happened this year. And if that if it couldn't get any worse, Hayata defeats Suji Kondo this morning to retain and said me and Chris Ridgeway are gonna have a junior singles title match in England this weekend. Hell Dog.
1: Heck, so I'm going that weekend.
0: Dog. <laughs> Dog. Dog. He literally took the junior tag title out the country, and we couldn't get it back. And that's why Perros are fucking yelling on Twitter that they can't get a title match because the belt is in another country. So what do you do? You give him a junior singles title match out of the country. I mean, uh, I hope
1: like that part of the tag title is on the line. So if Hayato wins, then he gets to take the title back to Japan,
0: and he gets to smack Chris midway on the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Bald bastard. Stop. I'll
1: I'll let you all know how that goes next week. I'll do my review of the match.
0: Yeah, because Beth's going to watch it. Will she be intoxicated? Who knows?
1: Probably <laughs> not, because it's going to be straight after I've done my own training. So.
0: Oh, no. You're going to be i I'll, I'll,
1: I'll be with my dad as well, so I probably shouldn't sit there drinking for a whole show. I don't think they've got a bar there either.
0: Oh, that's tragic. So they're just going to make people watch a Brit rest show sober? <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> uh i hope i hope uh bruv post malone's there that'd be sick
1: <laughs> oh yeah he's wrestling has he wrestled pack or is he gonna wrestle pack he
0: already wrestled Pac. pack whooped his ass <laughs> people after the match aired people are like okay it's time to stop letting pack go to the uk <laughs> he's
1: like, children now
0: yeah uh <laughs> God, I can't believe it. That's hilarious. I was like, bro, who the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that is all as far as Noah News because they're getting ready for a tournament season. Um, I think that's all for... Oh, uh, yeah, e uh, o Sky, uh, that's what a real fan's know her as. Uh, she made her debut on the main roster at SummerSlam with her, Dakota Kai, who is re-signed, I suppose. And uh, Bailey our unit and that's pretty sick
1: i will say um i do like that they really kept it under wraps about dakota kai coming back
0: oh yeah for sure like because she even nobody... kept she also did a good job because she was on twitch like all the time so yeah
1: like nobody had any there was zero rumors at all so they really kept that a, mm-hmm. a really good secret honestly so I'm, I'm glad that dakota's back and i'm glad EO is gonna be
0: well, truthfully, oh, she probably wasn't resigned until Triple H went into power. In. So, yeah, <laughs> he said, "All right, Vince is going. We're changing this shit." <laughs> He's
1: like, "Oh God, I need to get everybody back." He's like, "Ring up the code, Like, where are you? Where's Johnny Gargano?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the reason why Gargano is not signed anywhere at the minute. It's because he was being so, H to get him. Power. I because
0: I do not want to see Johnny Gargano matches. <laughs> so I hope he is. <laughs>
1: I don't um, I don't mind Johnny but I feel like he he was probably just waiting for Triple H to get
0: Johnny Gargano ruined my life <laughs> <laughs> him and Adam Cole single-handedly r- finished off my viewing of WWE products I was still watching NXT and I was like oh yeah this is done I'm not watching this shit no more
1: <laughs> Well as long as we don't get I heard Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole in AEW. I'm sure. Don't worry, be.
0: we're getting Champa versus Gargano. We ain't never seen that one before. <laughs> yeah,
1: that uh, one
0: knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, TK has already laid in the groundwork to steal Roderick Strong away. You can't keep putting Marina Shafir on TV if we're not getting the Messiah of the Batbreaker back. <laughs> <All> I'm <right>. sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna forgive you for this. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. And also, I feel like there's something else. Uh, WWE shit. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that they were originally supposed to feud with Oscar, uh, Becky, and Bianca, which sounds sick as hell. But now we got of Bliss in here, so now that's that's it. <laughs> so,
1: well, at least we get Io versus Oscar in WWE, yeah. and with Triple H being in charge, at least they'll probably actually get time.
0: Yeah, but if I fucking try to check this out and it's Alexa Bliss having singles matches, I'm going to flip everything in my room over.
1: <laughs> WWE cancelled.
0: Yeah, this is over. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, felt like, uh, shit. Uh, Blake, apparently, TK has already started signing people to ROH deals because uh, Blake Christian has one. I was like, that's crazy, I, one of your first signings is Blake Christian. I don't know if that would have been me, but, I mean, <laughs> sure.
1: I mean, he's, he's young. Was cool, cool for you.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's, he's young. He could work. I mean, ROH is a secondary brand, so. I feel like he could do a lot of good with the ROH brand, but do I have faith in him, too? Not really, because I just watched Emmy Sakura versus Akashito on Dark. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully, all the talent that was on Dark just goes to, like, ROH or something so they can be on an actual product that matters. I mean, uh, hopefully, but... Yeah, just give Amy Sakura the world title and, you know, call it the day. It's, it's whatever. You know what no, I'm, I'm
1: saying. No, get Sakura versus uh, Claudia Acoustic
0: Yeah, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. She's <laughs> facing, like, Tecaster or something on Saturday, I think.
1: I mean, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a good match.
0: Yeah, dog. Okay, so... Please tell me you saw it. So they announced that they hired Madison Rain as a coach. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) What? Okay. Listen, all due respect, because I was in the trenches with TNA. I was watching, I was even watching when Hogan came in and said, Yeah, no more playpen ring and killed the whole company's identity in one night. Uh, But are you kidding me? You have Emmy Sakura over there for a year and a half, not on TV once. You hire Madison Rain as a coach, and she's immediately going to be put on TV. Kidding me? Are you? Are we serious here? It's, <laughs> are we serious? Okay, all right, whatever. I give up on this. I give up on this division. I'm sorry. I give up. I mean, I, you can sit here and <laughs> preach to me about whatever they're doing that's good. I give up. I give up. No, I'm done. I give up. <laughs> I give up.
1: I mean, I don't personally think that Madison Rain could teach like Jade anything or like Red Velvet. Or...
0: That's the thing. I don't know what she can Amy teach. Emi Sakura,
1: however, Emi Sakura could make a beast of Jade.
0: Dude, I said this on Twitter. I want to see Julia Hart with a year's worth of only Emi Sakura training, nobody else's. Because what she could do is not going to be able to be taught by fucking Dustin Rhodes, Madison Rain, and Serena Deeb. Give her a year with Emi Sakura, she's going to come out here like Sukazu Fujimoto going crazy, okay?
1: It's like, how do you have Emi Sakura, who has trained probably everybody in Japan? You like? have every, several every best
0: wrestlers, best wrestler in the world contenders, and she's trained like half of them. <laughs>
1: or probably even all of them.
0: She <laughs> trained two of like your six women's world champions. <laughs>
1: it was like the majority of the uh, women that were in the um, the uh, uh, tournament. tournament for mm-hmm. Japan were probably trained by Emmy yeah
0: so it's like i think
1: the only person that wasn't was emmy herself and then like asuka
0: <laughs> emmy asuka Aja. it was like it was a few yeah. people but like come on oh lord but you know it is what it is aw's going to aw uh, I don't think they're a bad company, but they are definitely falling into that category that WWE was a few years ago, where people tried their hardest to defend what they do without just simply being able to accept criticism. So it's like, you know, whatever. Uh, they broke up Team Taz officially, Taz did a formal disbandment of the group which uh that kind of sucks uh i I was talking to alex i was like i'm so convinced they broke up team Taz because they made the elite look like dweebs (laughs) Uh, yeah and then
1: they they split up the undisputed elite as well
0: yeah but i don't really care about that (laughs) hobbs starks and hook together was just a generational thing they they were so good together but hobbs and starks and hooks they're all gonna be fine I still think Starks is on his way out. I don't think he's resigning. I think he's headed straight to WWE considering he's, like, when they were like, oh, yeah, who do you go for advice? He was like, I still go to Cody. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's out of (laughs) here. He's out of here. Which, I mean, if that does happen, it's going to suck. But also, if you look at the Team Taz run, him and Hops lost every big match they had. (laughs) So it's (laughs) like, you know, this dude's money. He's probably the most well-rounded package guy that they have that wasn't in WWE before. So, it's so it's like, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I believe that's everything we need to touch on cuz we did talk about Hosh and Aniki go, uh, for the Sunday belt coming up. Uh I feel like, oh yeah, they're uh, Marvelous is doing the Cars retirement show coming up soon. I don't know when. Uh
1: like, snap a leg again, doing a move. It's, thing.
0: like, her and, like, three other people versus the entirety of Marvelous. <laughs> 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 kind of beast. Um, Gonpro, we never mentioned this, but it was, like, announced a while back, but, uh, Gonpro, uh, Imanari's defending his title against Shigehiro Irie coming up, so that should be really fucking good. I think that's on the same show as, a uh, Hasegawa's re-debut match, uh, in Gonpro. Uh, I feel like that's coming up. I, we'll, we'll check it out if it is, but I'm not for sure. Uh, but I think that's it. Oh, uh, TJPW. <laughs> uh, Yuka said, fuck you, Karina. You ain't shit to me. Uh,
1: I was kicking her in the head like 10 times. And you she said, that.
0: nah. She was like, you don't stop watching them Yumbug smashes. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really, like I said, uh, she did make it look like a dweeb, so I'm not gonna argue that, but also, I personally didn't have a problem with it, because I, like, I don't really care, it's, I mean, whatever. I mean, you can Wrestling use the excuse... isn't
1: real. So
0: I mean, you can use the excuse, <laughs> is a former International Princess Champion, but so is Kamiyu, are you putting them both on the same level? <laughs> I mean, I love you,
1: but, like, come on. I
0: mean, um, I
1: wanna see Kamiyu uh, super kick Yuka, like, ten times.
0: I wanna see her big booter, and you could just go, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the, they do have the final four for the Tokyo Princess Cup. It's uh, Suzumi versus Yuka. I want to believe in Miu versus Miu. So uh, I personally hope that they go the route that DDT did with King of DDT and do Suzumi versus Watanabe in the finals.
1: They should. I th- but... but
0: I don't have faith in them to do that. So it's <laughs> like, you know.
1: They should, but they love the safe booking. So they probably won't. Yeah. We're
0: probably two of the most, the biggest TJPW respecters you'll find, but we'll admit that they're like not great at elevating people. <laughs> they're, they're, they they, they want to be safe and that's, that handicaps them a lot, especially with a, the recent amount of dojo trainees they've had. that have just been excellent. It's kind of like, eh. But, uh, you know, we'll just see what happens, but I, I think that's a good final four. I think that was the right decision to put Suzumi over Rika and get her to the final four uh really good final four but you know we'll see what happens should be me you winning especially after the I nikki match but yeah i mean I don't know. We don't know. uh but getting into the stuff we did watch uh we checked out the uh two days of kobe world and the title matches i'll i can remember these off the top of my head but i won't remember the starting stuff luckily that's why i got you here so <laughs> uh on day one it was the Ultimate dragon anniversary show we had several anniversary matches um Nothing of note happened until uh, we had the first match in the Stalker Chikawa Boso uh, Revival Series. He was facing X, and it was KG Muto, who Ultimo Dragon invited, said, please come apart. And Muto simply was like, yo, uh, my knees suck, so I'll have to see about that. But you know. Uh, he showed up and it was funny because they, uh, they had a little comedy match, and it was funny because Muto played into the fact that like his knees sucked and like he couldn't move. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was great. I love Muto, especially when he's having fun. <laughs> he's he's a joy to watch. Like, uh, All Creature Kawa does the uh, Undertaker like rope walk uh, for old school. So he said he was going to run across the ropes, and Muto just looked up at him and let go of his hand when he started running. It's like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, until the title matches that we did watch. First, they had to, they had to open the Brave Gate Championship first, which is crazy. Uh, Hio versus Dragon Daya. Uh, I I suspected that Heo was going to take it here and that he didn't. Because it's hard. It's hard with Hio. He's in a position. I don't know who would be a good comp for him in, like, Joshi or and another bigger company. Uh, Hio is one of those guys who... You who can just win a match, and it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's he went. he won, he, he won this one, but he can also lose. And it's just like, all right, who cares? It's he so it's like, I don't know who would be a good comp for him. Uh, who's like, Is that. Like maybe like, Saki Mayu. Kashima, Saki oh. Kashima, because like she also wins with Flash Pin, so it's just like, if yeah. she wins against bigger names, yeah, that makes sense, but if she loses, it's like, all right, makes sense too. I
1: was gonna say Mayu just because. Wins and losses don't matter to her, but I can, I can understand Saki because Saki just kind of exists. and I feel like they're, they're on, on the same Mario.
0: level, though, as far as Saki and Hiyo. That's why I wouldn't go yeah. with the Mayu uh, thing. But uh, him and I had another good match here. This was their third one, and it was definitely their best one that they had because they didn't have to go to a mm-hmm. draw. Um, SB Kento was ringside because he had won the Battle Royal for a shot, which I didn't understand because I felt like it was just lazy booking. But it made sense after night two, and we'll get into that more. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I just felt like Dia, I don't know. Hio winning was a good decision, but I also felt like Dia retaining would also would have been a good decision money-wise, because you get the moment with D-Courage at the end of the show, just with both belts. I, I just thought that would have been a good idea, too. But, you know, I'm not against change. Uh, Hio winning is cool. Uh, of course, he was set up to face SB Kintel on night, two, and we'll talk about that on night, too, uh, but this is, like, the end of Daya's big push. I mean, we've watched him since he lost his mask, and he's literally just been shoved to the top. He was double champion this year, uh, had a really good Brave Gate run and Twin Gate run, so this is kind of, like, the first time in a while that he's been without a championship since, like, December, actually, so it's, like, it's going to be interesting to see what he does because it's not like he can just go after the tag belts again because his partner is going to be busy. Can't go after the triangle gate because he doesn't have a unit. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what he does.
1: Yeah, I feel like it probably would have made a little bit more sense at letting him keep the, the brave gate for at least a little bit longer.
0: At least for one night. They could have done the EO match on night two
1: and have been yeah. fine.
0: But it made more sense for what they did do with the brave gate on night two. Uh, but, nevertheless, Hiyo's the new champion. It was actually a little lore here. Uh, when Heo debuted in that class of 2016, which was him, Yuki Yoshioka, Benkei, and Shin Skywalker, uh, whenever they had introduced themselves to the audience, Heo stated his ultimate goal was to be the Brave Gate champion. And he even had a singles match with Ito when he was Brave Gate champion. So, now he's got that belt. Uh, we're going to talk more about that 2016 class after the main event on this first night, but you know, a uh, cool little moment there. Next up, we had the, uh, call it? the Open the Triangle Gate Championship match with m Sanke, k Susumu Mochizuki, Misaki Mochizuki, and Mochizuki Jr. versus Nosawa Rangai, Kotaro Suzuki, and Ita. Uh, this is their third defense of the belts, so I believe, in this reign. Um, this wasn't to the height of other Peros Triangle Gate matches, there's definitely, if you look at the rest of them, I don't know about the singer one because I didn't care enough to watch it, but at least the Natural Vibes and High End one were definitely better than this and the decision match we watched with Yohei, Katoge, and Extreme Tiger versus them was all better than this one. However, uh, I, it was more of a, them trying to separate Mochizuki Jr. because he's the weakest because he's the most inexperienced, but they're also both tech. Not really hill units. M3K is not really a hill uh, unit, but they have a heel philosophy. So it's kind of like them battling to see who can out-fucking-annoy one another. So, um, and Yasushi Kanda was also the special referee for this. Uh, Pero said they were bringing Super Crazy, but he didn't show up here. He showed up during the Ultimo Dragon versus El Santo ma- El Hio Dos Santo match. The Ida and Osara Ruin that set up a six-man on night two. Uh, but uh, they basically, there was a lot of good, actually there was some good stuff with Susumu and Kotaro uh, I I would be remiss to not mention that but they very much kept it to just working over Mochizuki Jr and spotlighting him which has kind of been the theme of M3K is kind of spotlighting uh, Mochizuki Jr which is a good thing because I mean, nepotism or not I mean, he's he's definitely ready to go so um the finish that M3K has has just it's the bread and butter. They like to do the double count out, but they try to get Mochizuki Jr. in the ring so he can get the win. <laughs> it's it's their philosophy. And they did it here, except for this time Peros were trying to get back in the ring, and so Mochizuki Jr. had to knock them all off the apron to get the double count out or to get the count out win. And in Dragon Gate, I don't know if you know this because we haven't watched a match, a title match that ended with a count out or anything. But if there's a count-out or a DQ, if there's a DQ, the title is vacated. If there's a uh, count-out or if there's a double count-out, the title is vacated. If there's a count-out, the title changes hands. So that's why the title changed hands here, because of the count-out. Uh, I feel
1: like they do that in Ice Ribbon as they well. Might, I don't
0: know. I don't know, because we haven't I know seen they any... Have
1: the, I know they have the DQ rule. Mm-hmm. But I'm not 100% on the count out a bit. I kind of assumed that they were going to win by win the titles by count out because they were really making a big a big show of it. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they're definitely going to win the titles then.
0: I don't know. I kind of like the idea of losing the title by count out because in America whenever there's a title match uh, you've watched WWE. Like, announcers say it all the time. The champion's advantage is they can just lose by count out and they would keep the title. You don't have that advantage here, so you have to try to win
1: which is good i like i like that type of rule in wrestling like why should you get to keep your title by count out
0: yeah if you lost you you lost ring and walk off (laughs) yeah you lost so i mean why should you keep it uh but this is mochizuki jr's first championship he is the fastest dragon gate rookie to win a title uh beating strong machine j's previous record uh 53 days between mochizuki jr's debut and his first title win i believe it was Wow. Uh, Strong Machine Jace was just a little bit more than that, but he won the Triangle Gate in his first year as well. So, um, but a uh, good little moment here. Uh, his dad kind of like patted him on the head and like hugged him or whatever. Uh, but uh, although the spotlight was on them, uh, Masaki Mochizuki made sure on Twitter to give Susumu props so people don't forget about him, which is which is nice. Um, then we had what. Probably my tag match of the year. Uh, open the Twin Gate Championships. Uh, the Kung Fu Masters, because they're in Kobe. Uh, Jason Lee and Jackie Funky Kame versus the Zebrats team of Shun Skywalker and Diamante in this crazy gear, man. This gear is sick. That, <laughs> that gear was sick. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. I even like this better than, uh, I don't know if you saw any of the screenshots of the press conference, but they had a half Shun, half Diamante mask. I thought that was going to be a part of their gear, but it wasn't. But this gear they had was sick.
1: (laughs) I don't think I saw that, but I really did like the gear. That was the first thing I picked up. I was like, wow, they look pretty cool, actually. (laughs) Hopefully they win.
0: But this tag match was incredible. This, if anybody asks you how would you describe the Dragon Gate style in its truest form, it would be this tag match. Uh, Fast-paced tag match, nonstop action. It's it definitely feels like a true Lucha Tag match. Everybody in here just meshed incredibly well together. Uh, I'm glad that Shin and Diamante got this match because their successful defense of the Twin Gate wasn't a really good match because Ultra Soki uh, from Ryukyu Dragon Pro Wrestling fucking sucks. But, uh, I'm glad they got to have this match even though the reign was shorter than I would like it, but it, I understand why after we talk about this match, but... Uh, Kambay and Jason Lee, this is their first challenge of the Twin Gate together. Jason held the belt once before with Kota Minora whenever they were in Dragon Gate Generation uh, two years ago. So uh, This is going to be his second reign. Shun uh, did a lot of cool shit here. He uh, did the monkey flip where he monkey flipped I think it was Jason a Jackie or Jackie into Jason and like threw him halfway across the ring into him. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, I think it was... Jack, I think most of the crazy shit was on Jackie because uh, Shin and Diamante did the, uh, where they both were on the middle rope and they did the gorilla press, where they like, uh, Naito and Udrow called it out of control. I don't know what they called it, but it's like the double gorilla press slam, except for they don't go forward, they go backwards uh, with their body, so like their head kind of hits the mat. Uh, they did that off the middle ropes. So it, it was crazy. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> But ultimately, Jackie and Jason got the win because Jackie got the uh, victory. I can't remember if he got it with the Torrigino with the pin or he got it with the Casador driver. Uh, But he got the win in his first-ever Twin Gate Championship, his second-ever title run after uh, he won the Triangle Gate earlier this year with UT and Casey, but this is his second-ever run. Uh, Well-deserved. Fantastic match. Uh, But also, uh, as I was saying, it made sense for – Shun and Diamante to lose uh, Whenever we get to the main event They're going to need heel challengers For the single champion So uh, Makes a lot of sense Especially considering where Dia Inferno unmasked And who was involved in that match It made sense why Shun and Diamante lost here Even if they did run those matches in King of Gate But also uh, It was announced that Shun Skywalker Is coming to America in October For GCW And God This is like my worst nightmare.
1: (laughs) I'll take (laughs) you you on going, then.
0: (laughs) Nah, I'm already going to West Coast Pro. We got, you know, we it's this whole thing, but um, they got Noah talent and Dragon Gate talent, so that's more banking my buck, and I can't sit through a GCW show. I just can't. Uh, I'm glad Shin's gonna get the spotlight though, because as much as I hate to admit it, GCW is the biggest indie and the world which is crazy because none of their shows are very good (laughs) but um glad he's gonna get that spotlight hopefully they don't make him face like jordan oliver they give him somebody good uh i i just want to see some promoter book him versus ach or something i just want something good uh but he's going over there and he hasn't even touched down in america and he's already threatening to kidnap
1: people (laughs) i think that's that's pretty cool (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's like so he's should. like he said i'm he said i'm coming to GCW. he said all of your wrestlers will belong to me <laughs> i was like you know this dude's crazy i love this guy um but uh yeah uh so afterwards you know jason and jackie they went up to the ramp and kz who didn't understand the concept of kung fu masters uh, i can't remember if we talked about it in depth but uh, he didn't know if Jason and Jackie were going to leave Natural Vibes or what, what the deal was. He truly didn't understand the situation, and that's when Jason told him, don't think, just feel. And, uh, you know, after winning the Twin Gate, uh, KZ was on the ramp to congratulate him, hug them, raise their hand. Because, I mean, although they're Kung Fu Masters in Kobe, Natural Vibes now has the Open the Twin Gate Championships outside of Kobe. So, KZ can't really complain about this. <laughs>
1: well, well yeah.
0: <laughs> just, yeah. Just
1: be glad you've got some titles in your unit.
0: Yeah, Casey, I don't think he'll mind lending these guys out whenever they're in Kobe if these are the type of things they're going to accomplish with this side unit. So, uh, good match, good moment. Then that brings us to the main event of night one. Uh, Yuki Yoshioka challenging for the Open the Dream Gate Championship against defending champion Kai, who I can't remember if we talked about it uh, whenever – we mentioned the three-way match, but uh, Kai is under some sort of contract. For a while, he was freelance, uh, but Holt kind of spilled the beans on some radio show he did, and he was like, yeah, Kai is signed. I don't know what type of deal he's under, but he is signed, so instead of an outsider champion, he's just a strong heel champion, and he's going to be sticking around, it seems, so interesting to see what'll happen with him, but uh, this was this was centered solely around yuki yoshioka's big chance um the, uh, what i liked about the two dreamgate championship matches is they had two different they had two different stories and layouts for it this one was more so kai is the dominant champion yuki yoshioka's gonna have to try his hardest to take him down no matter what as where night two was they were on this like equal footing they just got to see who could beat the other one um and they worked really uh, worked really good here. Uh, we don't see Kai's praises enough because we only check out his defenses because they just do a lot of house shows in between. And Dragon Gate runs like four big events a year, so it's kind of like, yeah. Um But Kai, whenever it's time for a Dream Gate Championship match, he steps up and he performs at his best. Uh, whenever he needs to step up, that's what he's going to do, and that's what he did here. Uh, he worked his hardest to make Yuki Yoshioka look like this Super good underdog, and uh, the, what's interesting about Yuki Oshioka as a face is most face characters you see, Katsuki Kimia is a, probably the best example because he's a little dweeb. Uh, they got to be like underdogs, you know, who can't fight back, and they just gotta, you know, do whatever. Yuki Oshioka is an underdog, but if you step to him, he's gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's just how it is, uh, which is a nice layer for a face to have. Um but the finish of this match, uh Yukiyoshioka puts him away with the frog splash and wins his very first open the Dreamgate Championship, his first singles championship uh since debuting in twenty sixteen. Uh big, big moment here. Um you know, uh we were talking about earlier about that class of twenty sixteen. With Yukiyosho Yokyosho Yoshioka uh winning the Dreamgate Championship, literally everybody in that class has held a singles title, with three of those winning the Dream Gate at Kobe World. Because Ben K won it from Pac in 2019, uh, Shun won it from Ida in 2021, I believe it was no 2020, uh, and now Yuki Yoshioka wins it here. That class of 2016 is god tier. <laughs> That's that. If you need a, if you need any bigger stamp of approval of how good their dojo is, I think that kind of says it all. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if anything, it just kind of shows that Dragon Gate actually put faith in their young like rookie talent.
0: They had to learn over time, but
1: uh,
0: they've certainly gotten the hang of it that you have to invest in these young guys. Uh yeah, it's like
1: striking while the iron's hot.
0: Yeah, you have to invest in these young guys because if you don't build them up now, how are they going to be ticket sellers for you going forward? Uh... And, I
1: mean, Yuki Yoshio could just also exist, and he's selling tickets.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that on iTunes. But uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know how the promotion itself feels, but I know we, I, we talked several times about how the English commentator Jay was just like, he doesn't like the idea of, Eng, uh, you know, foreign wrestlers coming to Dragon Gate for excursion. He only wants them That's to come hell, if yeah. they're, if they're wanting to be a part of Dragon Gate uh because that takes he's he was like why should we give them free matches whenever we could be putting that time in our young guys whenever they're just gonna go back in a few months. Uh, I mean it's right. I, yeah. And I was like, damn you just exposed the entirety of Puro. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> um so it's it's a good idea to invest in these guys now. Uh but uh anyway, on to night two. Um we had three championships. The Twin Gate were not on the line on this night. Uh, I, like I said, I have to imagine this was supposed to be Kaito Ishida and Naruki Doi's night, but Ishida ended up leaving. So, um, but uh, starting off with the Open the Brave Gate Championship with Hio and SB Kento, I thought this was a step down from the Dia match. Uh, I don't know. It's they have good tag chemistry, but as opponents, I just wasn't feeling it. I don't um, know, I,
1: I quite liked the match to be fair. I didn't like it as much as the the Dyer match but Yeah. It was still it was still fun to watch at least. Yeah, it was
0: a f- it was fun to watch and I mean it had no build to it, so it was just kinda happening. But uh yeah, I thought it was a step down from the die match. I, I like I said, I didn't understand why it was happening until afterwards but uh, it gives credibility to Hyo's reign to beat a former two time Bravegate champion and somebody who, like, beating two notable names back to back, you know, gives him some sort of a prestigious champion. But uh, beats SB Kento here, and SB Kento says afterwards, after losing here, he knows what he needs to do. He's going to go over to Mexico and the U.S. for a little while, and he'll be back. He's going to go on a world tour showing Bamashiri to the world. Mm-hmm. And Hyo is just like, Dog, I can come with you. And then sb was like well if you leave too then nobody's gonna be able to bomb Ishiri in japan and He was like ah yeah that's true <laughs> uh,
1: i mean if someone he, in the uk wants to book sb Kento, that's fine I'll go. i don't
0: i don't know if he has a uk visa <laughs> that's the thing that's probably that, not <laughs> because that's why uh because Fujiwara doesn't have a u.s visa because he just got of legal age and he said it was going to be based in Mexico in the US so I'm assuming he doesn't
1: have a UK visa <laughs> I mean uh, to be fair like if he had a UK visa it would probably take him like 6 months to get here anyway
0: yeah exactly I don't know how long he'll actually be away from the company he'll probably be
1: back by the end of the year but uh
0: which is I'm glad that he's going on excursion because the real knock I have about SB Kento is his in ring game is just not there yet but he hasn't been wrestling that long so it's not like a uh, negative thing, it's just that he's young and he needs more seasoning. And uh, he'll be able to learn that. Uh, he's got a few dates announced. He's uh, working Prestige. He's working West Coast Pro. I'm going to see him there. I'm, I'm going to be like, yo, so uh, when you go back to Dragon Gate, tell them that high-end fucking sucks. <laughs> 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 no, but um, he's got quite a few dates. He's doing ETU, I think it is the other one. Hasn't got any Mexico dates yet, but that's surely going to change. He's held three of the four championships in Dragon Gate. He's going he's gonna to make rounds. I don't know if... He's not going to be like Australia and uh, Fujiwara. He's going to get lots of wins while he's away. <laughs> um, but uh makes sense. Uh, don't know what the end goal is for him on excursion. Uh, it seemed kind of sudden that he was somebody they decided to send, but you know, it's understandable. He's going to be at the top of the company for years and years to come, so it's best to get him out there now. So whenever he's whenever he is at the top, people will tune in and see. So, understandable. Uh, then we had the three-way Open the Triangle Gate Championship match with uh, Benkei, Yamato, Dragon Kid, Strong Machine J, Big Ball Shimizu, KZ, and the new champions in 3K uh natural vibes debuted their new dance and new theme song here uh oh, yeah. dog i when they started doing i was like how am i gonna learn this i just not learned the other one <laughs> this, this is crazy this dance is insane like if you haven't seen it seriously go check it this is the most k-pop equivalent dance i've ever seen like i was just favorite like favorite sitting...
1: k-pop group natural vibes
0: yeah, like literally that's what it was. They stopped and paused, pointed at the sky. I'm like, yo, what is this? <laughs> this is a crazy dance here, but uh, this is the chapter three dance of Natural Vibes as they called it. Uh, they said it was time for a new dance, a new song for this new chapter, and uh, it's crazy. They had to study that for like months because <laughs> this is a crazy dance here. But uh story of this match is Ben K was very upset that he wasn't picked to be on the uh Triangle Gate Challenger team that went to Pro Wrestling Noah to challenge Peros and he kept asking Yamato to make him replace Dragon Kid or kakatora and Yamato was like, nah fam. So whenever they did lose and they came back, Ben K was like, Well y'all wouldn't have lost if I was in the match. So I won a challenge for the Triangle Gate on night two and he tried to challenge by himself, but Saito was like, Nah, you gotta pick somebody <laughs> Um But also Strong Machine jay was just like, hey uh, we want. I want revenge on Pero, so I want a shot at Triangle Gate too. Uh, I want a team with KZ and Big Boss, and I want those belts. And Ben K was like, "Shut the fuck up, man!" <laughs> you know, uh, Ben K has been an absolute madman since he started this story, and I don't know what has got into him. But Jay said on commentary that he's been watching a lot of battle rap videos, and that's kind of what he's doing here. <laughs> I was like, "No, that's sick! Battle rap, Ben Kay, beast!" um but that's the story going in here um and for what it's worth uh before we get into the eliminations i want to say this was a really really good triangle uh gate match uh everybody got equal chances to shine uh they even started the rivalry with the uh, strong machine jay and Mochizuki jr both being second generation superstars like that's a nice little you know nugget for the future uh everybody was doing their thing here you know, natural vibes, it's very hard for them to have a bad match. It's that's just it's not being biased because it's the truth. It's very hard to find any Dragon Gate show where the best match on the card isn't a natural vibes match. Uh they're they're just OP. That's just that's what this came out to. Uh, but they are the first team eliminated here because uh Ben K pins his former partner, Big Boss, uh, with the spear. Uh, and I absolutely understand why they don't let Ben K go full on with his spears all the time because whenever he spears somebody, he takes their life. <laughs> That's a big dude. Um, <laughs> uh, but it came down to high end and M through K. Another thing going into this match is high end has not accomplished anything as a unit since coming together. The only achievements they've had were singles achievements, they have never captured any one of the team belts uh so that was another thing going at this one but they don't even do it here because m3k whoops that ass and (laughs) says all right you're out but uh ben k isn't pinned it's dragon kid who's pinned so that's probably gonna fuel ben k's fire to eventually leave high end and do whatever he needs to do uh but really good match so uh i'm interested to see where they go with this m3k run i have to imagine after this run Maybe do a Mochizuki Jr. and uh, Masaki Mochizuki Twin Gate run and then maybe split them away. Uh, but they also are doing a Ishinihashi versus a Mochizuki Jr. singles match coming up. I want to say it's this weekend, which is which is just very random. But I, I like the idea because they have a lot of second-generation superstars on the roster. So I like the idea of just all them beefing with each other. <laughs> um Uh, Anyway, that brings us to the main event, the Open the Dream Gate Championship match between Kota Minora and Yuki Yoshioka and God. I don't think I've seen this title look as perfect on anybody who's held it as far as this version than it does on Yuki Yoshioka. It just seems like it fits him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the first Kobe World main event to feature two guys who were from the dojo class of 2016 onwards. So this is truly a new era um, for uh, Dragon Gate. And, it, it, you know, it's it's nice to see because this show actually this past weekend was the second most drawing show behind uh, this 1G1 show that had Night versus vs. Evil in the main event. And even then, that was only like 200 uh, less than that was. So that's insane. Uh, that they did that they did that amount of people with these two in the main event because there was a lot of shows this weekend there was another G1 show those two five star shows it was crazy um really speaks to how I, like i said yuki yoshioka as champion right decision this kind of proves it <laughs> um, really good match here i think i prefer this one more than the kai one because this is probably koda's best singles outing because uh not only is he starting to get a hang of this heel thing but he looked more complete here than he has in the past uh especially when it came down to the finish and yuki yoshioka was about to finish the match he actually struggled and tried to fight back although he just couldn't because he he was already finished uh yuki Yoki <laughs> yuki yoshioka <laughs> god these braces suck Uh, Yoshioka puts him down with a darkness buster and another uh, frog splash and he puts him away and gets the win makes his first successful defense of the Dream Gate Uh, closes the show which like I said it's just wild to me that less than like a year ago he was walking around under a mask and bodysuit losing every match and fast forward he's closing the show as the Open the Dream Gate Championship holder in a nearly 3k seated place <laughs> so uh With
1: that body on full show <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh
0: probably i'll not
1: divulge dick. more i don't want the podcast taken down completely
0: it's hard for us to get taken down whenever there's a podcast out there where jay was like yeah he has a big dick i was like oh that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> um But a nice moment here. Uh, I'm interested to see what's next for him. Uh, I believe there's two more big shows to close out this year. I don't know who his first challenger might end up being. Mm. But uh, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But this is definitely the right move. I I don't think there's been a more perfect journey than his following him along from being Diaferno to, Re emerging as himself, winning Twin Gate, not losing at all in route until he lost to Coda in that uh, three way match like two weeks ago. Uh, running through a who's who of King of Gate, winning the tournament, winning the Dream Gate. Just a perfect journey. Um, as for Coda, it'll be his time of, uh, one day. It's just not now. He's just not ready. Uh, Gold Class is in an interesting spot, like we said last week with Ishida leaving, and he obviously was a big part of that group. Uh, they'll either need to end it or salvage it by adding other people and my thought process on that is probably add Ben K is probably the right move to do because you need somebody who's going to be second in that group and Ben K being second in gold class is a lot better than being like sixth in Z (laughs) uh that and I think that they could do something really fun together, especially like if they did like him and Mina Rita, Mina Rita's little fucking annoying ass and then the pin big, big fucking uh, just being this mercenary for the group. Uh, But we'll get a, we'll get a clear vision of what's to come this weekend. We're at the first Quirkin uh, cause they like to set storylines there because it's one of the few times they're at Quirkin. They're only there like maybe two times a month max. So we shall see. Uh now on to the stardom show, kicking off the uh five star Grand Prix, was this an Oda Ward? Uh
1: yeah, the no, artist okay. the uh General Gymnasium. hmm So yeah, it was the opening rounds. There's probably gonna be like fifty more shows of this.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Uh there was a pre show Gauntlet Tag match, I won't go over who was in it, but Cosmic Angels won as mm-hmm. usual. Um I didn't watch this match, but my Sakurai beat Momokogo in a B-Block match.
0: I thought you were watching it. I said you could watch it.
1: Well, I was like... I I didn't watch it, but I said you could watch it. I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) Um, But starting from where we did watch it was the uh, Block A match, Amy Sore versus Saeeda. Or as I keep forgetting the name, I'm just calling the the Gorilla one.
0: Dog, I was so confused because I was half watching this when I turned it on last night. And I was just like, why the fuck is Eugenia Nagata here?
1: <laughs> I like... So i gone like full on Eugenia Nagata at this point. I I'm not even mad I about it. it.
0: I love it. She's fantastic. It's crazy. Like I said, I say it all the time. It's crazy. She's like four foot something and she's the truest hoss that stardom has the <laughs> hosses stardom has just don't understand the concept of being a hoss Saeed is like four foot tall and she understands it fully <laughs>
1: I will uh, say like I feel like since Saeed has come back from her injury she's finally like found her stride in wrestling because I feel I,
0: like you see I'm on the fence because when she won the future title and before she got injured she was there she was constantly the best wrestler in stardom whenever they had a show. Then she got hurt, and it took her some time to get there because it was a big injury. She was out for like over a year so
1: I mean, for me personally, I wasn't really that big of a Saida fan at first. Mm-hmm. I thought like i I saw her matches I thought you know what there's definitely potential there, but um, I didn't really get too into her until like the recent combat matches that she's had like I feel like she's fully realized what what she can do and that she's just like. An absolute horse, and she just needs to wrestle like one.
0: Yeah, and like I said, despite God's Eye sucking ass as a unit, and her Mirai <laughs> being like the worst tag team of all time, Ami So Ami Sorry is a good wrestler. Um, she still, you know, she definitely has a way to go before she's ready to be in constant singles matches on a big scale. But she's definitely good. Um, it'll take some time for her, probably, because she was injured when she like. Sign to start him. So, um, <laughs> uh, but this
1: five star will do her good though.
0: Yeah, it'll be a good learning experience. Uh, it'll be a definite, definite good learning experience with like 90 singles matches. So, uh, but, uh, I, I was shocked that they gave her the win, but also wasn't shocked. I was like, I don't know, man. I would have gave it to Saida, but, uh, I understand they continue why.
1: they to clown the gorilla.
0: They're just, gonna make they're gonna try their hardest to force God's eye to work instead of letting it form naturally, but you know. It is what it is. Uh she gets what, two points?
1: Uh I don't know because Cage Match doesn't say, but I'm assuming two points.
0: Okay, we'll go with two points.
1: Um after that it was the B block match with Saki of colours versus Unaga Sayaka. I actually really enjoyed this match. I was surprised how much I I did enjoy it. I wrote
0: my notes Saki doesn't have King of the Wild. What is this horse shit?
1: (laughs) The important things here.
0: Yeah. Uh, But yeah, like I said, Unagi matches have evolved from me wanting to end it all watching them and wishing they would hurry up to finish and probably skipping them uh, to where they're decent and they have a few good spots where I can tolerate them. Uh, Her and Saki were fun together because like... Unaki tries to do big boots, but listen, Saki's one of the goats of the big boots. So you know what I mean you're gonna you're gonna take these big boots. Especially toward the end of the match, Saki just started whooping her ass. was crazy. I
1: was gonna say like, you're hey, not yeah. gonna win a big boot battle against Saki when Saki's probably been booted in the face by Yumioka about six million times.
0: Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, it was crazy. I was like, dog, she's just whooping her ass now. That's crazy. <laughs> uh and she did get the win, which is she did a spinning brain buster, and I was like, hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that good shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she got the win, and I was shocked. I was like, ah, I figured Dunali would win. but..."
1: Yeah, I thought, you know, I probably would have won this, but I'm assuming she's going to win more matches. But it would be really funny if she just lost all of her matches.
0: Oh my god, that'd be beast. beast. <laughs>
1: um, after that, it was another B-block match. Uh, mm-hmm. It was... Micah versus Serra Sarah are prominence.
0: This is maybe like I said, maybe it's just because I'm excited that whenever I'm just excited to see her not wrestling Utami. Whenever we watch these big shows, <laughs> uh, this is Micah's best performance in like two years. So yeah, uh, I was gonna I was
1: gonna say the same thing. Like this is like Micah's a funny wrestler because she'll she doesn't know on, what,
0: like she doesn't know what she wants to do. She doesn't yeah. know she wants to grapple. She doesn't know if she wants to be a power wrestler. She just doesn't know.
1: Not and only does like, that
0: handicap her a lot of times, but they only let her get into meaningful matches with Utami. And yeah, Utami, <laughs> while she had that big run at the top, she's still not there. Uh, looks like a star, but she's very much just trying to be Kazuchika Okada, and it's just not working. <laughs> so
1: Yeah, which is a shame. But I feel like um, Mike is kind of a funny wrestler because she'll either put on like the performance of her life. Or, or the worst match of the night.
0: Yeah, it'll be the worst <laughs> match of the night, or the or like one of the best performances you've seen from her, and this is and the best she's looked in like two years.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd hazard to say that this is definitely on the top end of the best matches of the night, like
0: definitely. Risa Sarah was working. Riza Sarah is fantastic. If people only know her from the Sherry match, she is a fantastic pro wrestler. Uh,
1: I think she's fulfilled her prophecy of destroying like every member of the original uh, DDM.
0: Probably so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, she also gets the win here with the diving double knees drop. I'm very looking forward to uh, the tournament Risa Sarah is going to have uh, because it's going to be not doing hardcore matches, although she excels at them. It's going to be interesting to see her in this tournament, which is just a singles wrestling tournament, no shenanigans, yeah, think, just straight
1: up. I think people kind of forget that she's actually a really good wrestler. Besides death
0: matches, until Suzu had this run this year, she was the best wrestler in prominence. <laughs> like yeah. this is no joke. Uh, Suzu, <laughs> until Suzu like just made up a... to
1: be the best wrestler.
0: Yeah, Suzu just made the gigantic leap this year, which is good. But she was easily the best wrestler in prominence when it first started. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love this match. Uh, they both meshed very well together. Definitely one of the best Michael performances in recent memory. So.
1: Uh, speaking of other good matches, it was another B block match. We had Shuri versus Azumi. I really like when these two have matches. I feel like, yeah, they work very well together. The only one Shuri's the only one that can keep up with Azumi, in my mind.
0: To like, me, no, she's the, the only other way one around. the other way around. The other way around, okay. Yeah, I was like, Azumi can
1: keep up with Shuri.
0: To me, other than Kid. Sherry's the like only other person in this company that tries their hardest to make Azumi look great because she is mm-hmm. great. Like Azumi uh, and Kid will always do their best to make each other look great because they're generational rivals. Uh, but whenever they're like facing other people, it's very hard. Like other people don't really try to make them look good because they're so focused on elevating themselves, especially with someone like Azumi who's not pushed highly she's a high speed champion but she's not pushed highly mm. so she's kind of there shiri tried her hardest to make her look like not only like a threat but make her look great and they worked very well here so
1: yeah i feel like that's kind of been the story with azumi versus shiri and like azumi can finally wrestle someone that's like on her level because i feel like azumi mm-hmm. being assigned to stardom i feel like it's kind of capped her a little bit Mm -hmm. especially because they keep bringing
0: in all these outsiders that they're pushing ahead of all their homegrown talent
1: yeah it's kind of put her in a bad
0: spot because she's not like i said one of the biggest appeals about kid not only is she a fantastic wrestler she's got a mask masks are huge money makers you can market them anywhere so that already puts her like even when azumi was more pushed than her in the future that already put her at a higher level because she's so much more marketable um
1: and like I, I love Azumi. Don't get me wrong. I do too. What I is she too. other than a good wrestler?
0: <laughs> yeah, nothing. Her whole thing was when she was growing up, she was <laughs> cussing out old people. Now she's like, of she's of age, and she's just a good wrestler. She has nothing more to her than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could even argue like um she kind of started as like Eo's prodigy, and then went into swearing at adults, mm-hmm. and now she's just a good wrestler and there's no substance to it she's the old lady now
0: and it also she's also handicapped because she's in Queen's Quest where Utami and, it's the Utami and Saya show she's just there
1: yeah like
0: she was it sucks the
1: when she's on the same level as Lady C and Hina
0: it sucks because even when Momo was the most pushed person in Queen's Quest she was like don't get me wrong because Zumi's the leader and then now and then she just exists Utami the leader yeah, now she just exists. This should have been Azumi's faction. Even if she wasn't going to be the most pushed person, this should have been hers. But, you know, it's like I said, stardom has a lot of booking problems, but because they can have good matches, it's just kind of skimmed over. But not us, because we don't, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll call out anybody. <laughs> we'll call out our favorite yeah, companies. We don't care. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: I'm happy to sit here and say that Shuri and Azumi are my favorite wrestlers. However, Azumi kind of sucks because she's just a good wrestler.
0: We were so excited for the Shiri run, and then we were like, what happened to Shiri? Yeah. Like, I mean, she
1: came out in the, the neon trousers, but...
0: Yeah, it's like, what happened to the wrestler we used to rave about? Like, <laughs> she just does, She's just not there anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, like I said, this was a really good match. I really loved it. Uh, Zumi does the uh, rope trap headache, where uh, she uh, does the Hayata move while they're trapped in the ropes and spikes oh them. yeah yeah i love like that, that. Uh, i feel like
1: that's a good azumi move like, oh yeah for sure she can outwit her opponents with that
0: yeah i can't remember i think i was talking to somebody and they said azumi did the salamander once which was is Ida's move where he does a victory roll from the top rope and just spikes the opponent on their head if she does i need her to do that because i don't remember her doing this
1: <laughs> i don't remember uh, her doing that either but that sounds pretty sick
0: it sounds like something she would do because she took Ida's numero yeah. uno. So <laughs> I could definitely see Azumi's like, I got something I want to try.
1: <laughs> so, oh, Sherry, how do you feel about landing on your head from the top rope? <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: but yeah, Azumi has won their like previous five star matches, but she lost here. So uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah,
1: can't complain.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's got the other two victories over. her, So I mean,
1: it was I'm about sure time for champion at the moment. So.
0: Yeah, so it was about time for her to get her win back. So.
1: So, yeah, Shuri, where she's going now, we'll talk about it in a minute. Definitely not going to be facing Azumi anytime soon if Azumi won. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, the next match was Lady Scene Saya Kamitani versus Kairi and Nani Takahashi. Goshi Ozaki has set
0: wrestling back so much. I saw I am Stardom on Saya's side and trying. I was like, Goshi Ozaki has fucking ruined pro
1: wrestling. Saya <laughs> so should have just come out like I am Noah.
0: Yeah, God but uh lady c got a nice little jacket uh Kyrie and nani were on a bike i was like yeah yeah, yeah. i st- i put my phone <laughs> down i stood up started clapping I was like this is pro wrestling right here baby stardom is back <laughs> i can't believe
1: we manifested this into the world yeah like i was Kyrie like and nani on the oh bike. my
0: god i'm pretty sure we said on that episode we're like yo so when is Kyrie coming back and when is her <laughs> and Nana getting on the bike <laughs> getting on the bike
1: <laughs> uh well, like a couple of months later like here we are on the on the bike.
0: Here we are. It's 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 a beautiful timeline we're living I mean, in, it was with. it was a push bike, but you know, stardom ain't I mean, got the money for the motorbikes anymore. You know, they got to cut costs because you know, <laughs> we gotta we gotta poach all these people. So you know, we got to get ready for the eventual Joshi race.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you don't get Harley, you get a uh, push bike from the local like, Porn Shop or something. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but this was a really good match. Kyrie, this is the best Kairi slip since she's came back, and her and Nane whooped their asses. <laughs> I was like, yeah.
1: I need uh, them to have a uh, goddess tag, tag league run after this.
0: I'll have to. Need it. Need it so bad. But uh, I like Lady a lot, but she's definitely a far way away. But in tag settings like this, she did very well. Um, mm. I don't know what it is that has hindered her progression uh, because for a while she was the only rookie in the company. And I think
1: she's just large compared to everybody else.
0: That or maybe <sighs> it was because when she came into the dojo it was in a weird time where they were swapping over to Bushi Road. So yeah. it was a change in management, a change in training because Miyu Amasaki is the first person Milano trained. So... Whoever trained Lady C, it was right after Yushino left and right before Milano was coming in. So it's like.
1: So it was probably was... just various people that were yeah. hanging out in the dojo that day.
0: Yeah. Definitely seems like she's probably having to learn as she goes. Because you got to think about it. When Stardom came back out of the pandemic, it was a rough time and they didn't have a lot of people. Uh, they eventually brought in more people, but. At the time, they kind of had
1: to rely on the people that they had at the moment.
0: Yeah, literally, at some point, due to various circumstances, somebody was leaving Stardom every so month, like every other month. And whenever they did get some people in, the first two they got were Nagi and Mina, who were not anywhere to where they are now. Uh, So it was just kind of they just had to piece things together and hope it worked. Uh, Lady C just now got in a unit this year. Uh, I, I don't know what they could possibly do, though, to help her get to where she should be and just be, you know, your standard big person wrestler. She's got the moveset for it, but it's all about stringing everything together because she still looks awkward in there. So I don't know.
1: I feel like uh, she needs to go on a training excursion to hang out with Emi Sakura for a bit. I don't know what to do with her.
0: I think. <laughs> Her going anywhere with somewhere where, where there's a decent trainer would probably work wonders for her. Or, uh, usually Nagata hangs around the, the dojo a lot, but uh, she probably needs help from somebody else. If they're gonna have people from New Japan help, she probably needs a power wrestler. She probably needs somebody who's bigger or uses their size to their advantage. Uh,
1: hell yeah, Lady C trained by Tomohiro Ishii.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Jeff Cobb man, I don't think he really trains people he just kind of comes in and does his dates <laughs> you know Tenzon wasn't necessarily a power wrestler but I think he could definitely help her out uh, considering some of the people that he has trained I definitely think he could assist her more than maybe Nagata or Milano could uh, I don't know what they really need to do to help her because like watching this match, I was like, she's almost there. She still has little things she needs to fix, but unfortunately these little things are like very, very noticeable. So, I um, mean,
1: maybe just get, you know, Nane to stick around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Some things, because I mean, <laughs> compared to like other people, I mean, I know Nane's like a little bit bigger than most of the women.
0: Nana Nana does a lot of power moves.
1: Yeah, and she she's a bit of a power wrestler, so she might be able to help Lady C out a little bit because they did have pretty like decent chemistry for the bits that they did show in the ring.
0: Yeah, Nana slapped the fuck out of her. She said, "Yeah, put your fucking <laughs> hand
1: down." <laughs> Who's this like giant child in my ring?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Who do you think you are, stepping of god? But uh, Saya <laughs> did show out in this match. She did her best. Uh, but. This was the Nane and Kyrie show. They were, they were going off. <laughs> uh, two, so Nane, of course, wins. She wants the frog splash because I don't know if she can hit Lady C with the one last second X, which is her little wrist clutch or morphlogen move. Um, Probably not. <laughs> uh, I think Lady it C been might be a bit be, too tall. Uh, been, it would have been Beast if she just did it anyway. <laughs> so. Just drops her on her head. <laughs> so... Kyrie challenges for the white belt and Nade challenges for the red belt. Listen, you gotta understand. You gotta understand. We don't watch Stardom full-time. We catch the big shows and we watch what interests us. But I would 100% without a doubt swap both of these belts.
1: Yeah, I feel like if Kyrie at least if Kyrie doesn't beat Sire, what are you gonna do with Sire after this?
0: That's, That's the point I was trying to make. There is no clear end to Shiri's reign in Lady Caesar, or not Lady C, uh, Saya's reign. Uh, Even if you go, oh, well, there's Julia and Hazuki, wouldn't they get more out of them winning the singles belts if they beat Nane and Kairi? Yeah.
1: Because, to me, if...
0: Shiri and Saya are not going anywhere. They can run these matches whenever.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't know how long Kairi's wrestling...
1: One one last hurrah for Kyrie and Nanny really.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't know how I mean, even if Kyrie sticks around a lot longer, she's not wrestling on every show. That's that's just it. She's got a gym, she's got other things she's gonna do. So they may
1: as well give her the title.
0: Yeah. And be kind of start start a start, like I said. If you want to get the red belt on Julia, have her build to her versus Nane, because Nane will fucking throw headbutts, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs>
1: no, Julia, you want to headbutt me? Oh, say no more. Yeah.
0: And red belt Hazuki doesn't make sense, because all of her stories has been with the white belt. Think back to yeah. her versus Arisa. Her whole her being Io's heir apparent, all of that is linked to the white belt. So her winning that makes sense, and her beating Kairi makes a lot of sense as well. So... Because they're would from swap like the
1: same generation of stardom basically.
0: Also, as I was thinking, not having those two belts full time around forces them to care about the goddesses of Stardom Tag League and the artist belts a lot more, which would be interesting to see.
1: That's true, especially if because of that whole um thing with the IWGP women's title as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They're going to want to start focusing on that, so if you give the two top titles to the part timers, you, know, you only have to stick them on the big shows which which is what they effectively do now yeah so
0: it'd be a lot yeah. inter- it'd be interesting
1: it'd be interesting I think, So realistically though, I can see Kyrie beating sire, but I don't see Nane beating Shuri.
0: Well, I hope Nane isn't supposed to beat Shuri, and she just simply does. <laughs> Punches her in the Fine. face, kicks her in the skull.
1: <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going into business for myself, brother. <laughs>
0: this is my time. But apparently uh, Nane and Shuri have not had a singles match before. So these are both first times.
1: I was going to say, I find that really On. surprising.
0: Because Shuri had a freelance run. But uh, Valk,
1: and Nane's Valk, been wrestling since the beginning of time.
0: Yeah, Roach said that they have not had a singles. They've, I think he said they faced off in tags, but no singles, which is crazy. But understandably, that's how most of Joshi works. Is like most of freelance Joshi is like tags. Um, So it'll be interesting. But that's just my piece. I'm like, hey, I would personally swap these titles, especially if Kairi comes in this match doing sliding D's like Masato Tanaka and going like cussing Saya. I'm all in. (laughs)
1: Hell yeah. Um, But anyway, it was back to uh, five star action. We had the. Block A match with Mirai versus Mayu Iwatani. Ah, uh,
0: okay. So.
1: Listen, I wasn't crazy about this match.
0: I wasn't either. Alex was like, Mayu did a pretty good care- carry job with Mirai. I was like, all right, so it should be pretty solid. Wasn't too enthused
1: by it. I mean, Cage Match gave it a solid 7.6.
0: Yeah, but oh, you know. this was
1: rated higher than Himeka and doesn't this, this was rated higher than the tag match.
0: That's insane.
1: That was rated higher than Reza and Micah. What? what
0: In are what we world? we watching the
1: same show? <laughs> I just I don't wasn't get crazy it. on this match. I didn't. Like, I like Mirai. I like Mayu. Wasn't crazy on it. It was very obvious that, like, Mayu was dragging Mirai through this match, which is fair enough. Like I feel like Mariah's still trying to settle into stardom, but
0: Yeah. I uh, yeah, like I said, I just wasn't too crazy about it.
1: Could have done without it, but Yeah.
0: I need you to stall for a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um But yeah, so if, if anything probably don't want to see Mayu versus Mariah in a singles match ever again. Not my favourite match. Um, I feel like I can see where they're going with Mariah. They're really trying to push her as like an important part of God's Eye. But I just, uh, it's not clicking for me, which is a shame because I really did like her in uh, TJPW. But I don't know, she's taking way longer to settle into stardom than I was anticipating so you know we'll we'll see how this five star run goes for Marai, but alright I'm back you're good because I was done with my filibuster
0: that's fair that's fair (laughs)
1: yeah Mariah won which
0: okay she also beat Julia on the second night which is crazy
1: and then she probably won't win any more matches after this to be fair
0: well, maybe. I can't remember who's all in her block, so she might do pretty solid, actually.
1: Well, she already won the Cinderella. What does she want?
0: Uh, well, Rossi <laughs> does not care.
1: Rossi said Mirai can win everything this year. But uh, the semi main event was the Block B match with Himeka versus Yitami Hayashista. Himeka brought back the concussion bomb.
0: She uh, she kind of held back on it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like the Julia level of concussion bomb where she nearly killed Julia and gave a whiplash. But it That's was nice the to bomb see I her was bring waiting. it back. <laughs> it was just nice to see it back.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: I quite enjoyed this match actually. I feel like wasn't quite the host battle it should have been, but they they were getting there.
0: I still think it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, enjoyable. Good match, I would have watched this over Marivus Mayu. Oh for sure. Uh definitely one of the stronger matches on the card, at least, so
0: which is which I mean you kinda of expect going in with the two people involved, but
1: But because it's the two people involved, it could be a hit or miss. Yeah. Weird saying Yotami is meant to be the ace of stardom <laughs>
0: But that's kind of, it's kind of how she's been. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 kind of odd, truthfully, that she you can't tell what you're gonna get from her. But it's kind of how she's been.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like you, So I'm not too watching too much it. of the
0: Mokata tapes.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I feel like it w- it was really good for what it was. I feel like they could have done a little bit more. Himeka could have at least attempted to kill her with a concussion bomb. But overall, good good match. I was not expecting Himeka to win.
0: I don't think she's ever beaten uh, Utami, so I was kind of waiting on it.
1: I mean, I'm glad she won. Like, at least in my head, place. I don't think
0: she's ever faced or ever beaten Utami, because I feel like they've only had the uh, five-star final a few years ago.
1: Yeah, I feel like that I feel like that was probably the last time I've seen a singles match between them. Because usually Tommy's they... wrestling Micah.
0: That and like, Himeka gets hurt like every other week, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Himeka's like, my tummy hurt. I can't wrestle.
0: Yeah, she just religiously hurt.
1: <laughs> Poi left DDM heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> can't wrestle this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, going through it. Oh, oh uh, <laughs> Going through some stuff. Don't hit me up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just post a load of Snapchats like this. Yeah. Don't ask what it's about. Only real ones know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, uh but uh, I think that'll probably be Hameka's big win. She might beat Shuri since uh, Utami beat Shuri too, so they might just give people who lost to Shuri in titles matches their win back.
1: Yeah, I, I know she's wrestling Micah at some point. Um, don't know if she's going to win that. That could go either way, honestly. It's probably going to go to a draw, but...
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Himeka versus Micah, like, a 15-minute draw.
0: I mean, I guess, Rossi, if that's what you want to do. I mean, <laughs> you do you, man. Who am I to go uh... against you?
1: <laughs> the The main event was... Block A match: Hazuki versus Julia. This was a throwback to Julia's debut in Stardom against T-shirt Hazuki.
0: And Hazuki, no, so, (laughs) oh, I was disappointed because in her debut, we talked about it before. I don't know if we've actually reviewed it. We should definitely go back and watch it at some point.
1: I feel like we've spoken about this quite a bit since we have.
0: We have, but it was such a crazy time if you were following stardom at that time because bushi road hasn't hadn't purchased stardom yet they were like in the process of it so it was like in that bridge period but uh hazuki had already announced that she was retiring or whatever and she just did not care for the rest of her run
1: (laughs) she was like i fucking hate it here she came out in the t-shirt She was no-selling chair shots. She was like, I don't- So, Rossi's idea
0: (laughs) was actually a great idea to get Julia over. Like, oh, she's gonna come in here. She's gonna look dominant against Suzuki. But Suzuki said, fuck that, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Suzuki nearly ruined Rossi's, like, entire five-year plan (laughs) in one night in fucking was shin Shinkiba.
0: (laughs) But also- Most people at that time, I say most because there was a lot of people who were still hardcore Stardom chilling, uh, understood it because it was Hazuki's retirement road, and they're going to use that to further their agenda that Hazuki probably didn't even want to do. So,
1: yeah, but this was also the time where Julia, outside of Stardom, was basically enemy number one.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. To the
1: fans, and then she was like enemy number one to the locker room in Stardom. Oh, so yeah. entirely believable that Hazuki just felt like no selling that day. <laughs> Probably was just like nah. Thank God she did because we might never have gotten Hazuki versus Julia in five star in twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah, which was also really good. It wasn't like mind blowing how I had saw people describe it. Yeah, because I expect like after I saw people talking, I was like, oh hell yeah, this would be crazy. And I was thinking violence on violence on violence on violence, <laughs> but still was a really, really good match. They worked very well together.
1: I think there was a couple of shoot headbutts in there. Mm-hmm.
0: But I was really wanting are. more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a really good match. It was a nice closer for the show. Like, it was to me... Out of the matches that they did have on the card, I think it was like probably the perfect main event they could have picked for night one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it kind of just makes you wonder what they're going to do next time. Hopefully, they get a little bit more violent. But yeah, I highly recommend watching this match.
0: Next time, I'm assuming, is going to be a single title match. So
1: yeah, I feel like if Hazuki's got the white belt, it's probably going to be Julio.
0: One last note before we move on to the draft. I absolutely adore Hazuki, uh, going from the Mijinoku driver, her like half-ass Mijinoku driver, right into like the brainbuster where she now just drops people on their neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like she's kind of going more for a wh- like
0: for a, a while. Way. Yeah, so for a while, Hazuki's like even before she retired because. She really started using the Brain Buster as her big finish during the high-speed run and during that five-star run where her and Hannah uh, were the block finals. Um, her Brain Buster just looked like a suplex. It was just a suplex. Now she's straight-up dropping people on their heads.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can really appreciate that Hizuki's kind of gone more towards how Kagetsu was wrestling. Yeah. And like the kind of psychology behind it, rather than like e o and um Yoshiko
0: yeah, which I mean there's still points where you see both of them in her game, but mm. she's definitely steered away from it, so she's not carving copies because there's definitely other people who fit those two styles more than her, so she's yeah turned everything into her own unique style, which is nice,
1: yeah, she's. She's a very nice blend of Kagetsu Yoshiko, and, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was that first night of Five Star. I don't know when the next night that we're gonna review will be, but, uh, it'll just happen. Probably but the I, finals. <laughs> probably. Unless they do something crazy in between. But, uh, definitely really good show. Hell, if there's not much going on next week, we might go back and watch an old Five Star final show. Who knows? Uh, there's plenty to choose from. Uh, probably yeah, not. I don't t- think
1: we've. I was gonna say. Don't think we've seen any of them.
0: No, we talked about Hannah's shot, but we didn't review her winning. We haven't talked about any other five-star final because I'm pretty sure the year prior was where Hannah turned on Kagetsu. Uh, yeah,
1: it was. In her
0: final match against Tam. Um, so we haven't. We might go back in the archives and find. Which did card you looks watch the
1: interesting? Tony like, Storm
0: one. No. <laughs> 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 uh, no. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. We'll see what has the best
1: card if we don't have anything else. But uh, we'll we'll see what the finals
0: was. We'll see what the finals was, but we'll also see what was on the undercard because, at least recent in recent memory, they still did multiple things on the final night where it was the finals and there was like a few big matches in between so
1: you know what i did uh fat check it quickly may have to watch it what uh the the tony storm finals why first of all it's got mario apache on the card
0: beast hell yeah
1: (laughs) and then you've got konami versus mandy leon
0: oh it, went, yeah oh, man, yeah <laughs> she made io shirai tap out it was incredible yeah we,
1: uh, you know what might watch it i what mean the saying? the finals was tony storm versus yoko Beto, so i feel like that's probably a good show i feel
0: i feel like if tony storm was just bad in this match yoko bito just kicks her <laughs>
1: <laughs> or does sure. the b
0: driver <laughs> you know what i mean
1: yeah Kugetsu versus Mayu, Ozuki versus Io, you've got the most Brit rest match ever with Tony Storm versus Kaylee Ray. Oh, Hannah God. Hannah versus that's Chris terrible. Wolf, like.
0: That sounds good. I like that. Oh, <laughs> it was the
1: year uh, Zaya Brookside was in it as well.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> versus Hiromi Miyamura. But yeah, we should Shut definitely watch, up. like, <laughs> yeah. Leone getting, like, 10 points in five stars. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that for sounds absolutely incredible. no reason. That sounds incredible. Yeah. We might have to watch the show where she taps out EO.
1: <laughs> that was something.
0: Rossi was on one. Y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> I promise you you don't want foreigners in stardom. Yeah, I promise you.
1: It was like, oh I want all these foreigners in stardom, but like, you did not see Mandelian gone like have, a You haven't run. seen the things
0: that we've saw. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like I said, good show. Definitely recommend it. I don't know how Night 2 went, but Night 1, definitely good one. You should definitely check it out. Uh, on to our all-time Joshi draft. We're going to draft 15 people. And I basically said the rules are they can be living or dead any era. Gaijin's will be allowed if you would like to select a Gaijin. Uh, Mandilaren. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about her for my first pick, actually. <laughs> uh rules with gaijin is they at least just have to done a tour they they've done it if they've competed for a title but it's been in america
1: doesn't count oh hell yeah i can pick rebel Cal.
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like we can say okay so Mia Yum challenged maki ito but she did do a nice movement tour so she counts so
1: yeah Uh, if you want to say like i don't know who was that one American that Mayu wrestled once? That one American in America. I feel like she. Oh, was uh, Kelly Klein.
0: Yeah, I don't but think she, she did. Ever she went. did. She did do because we watched her be challenge for the Goddesses titles and she. just oh, fucked, yeah. Fucked everything up. Oh yeah,
1: she, yeah. I remember her. She sucked.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, uh, there's
1: probably there's probably someone out there that's uh, only had a match in America against a Japanese wrestler.
0: Probably there's probably been plenty. Uh oh I mean we could talk about it recently. I mean uh Janakai and uh Billy Starks had like the three way with me. so uh Oh yeah. But uh anyway, uh you will get first pick, because I got first pick last time with the uh over forty draft. So uh
1: I'll go with someone current. Uh I will go with. If you want, want to make...
0: know, listen. We yeah. I did not. We didn't know which draft we were gonna do, so there is no yeah. game plan. We're just kind of <laughs> drafting people. So
1: yeah, we we picked this like
0: there like there. I mean, y'all can tell us who had the better roster, but there is no goal to beat one another. We're just trying to put together a roster and see what it looks like on paper.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I want to go someone someone current. Uh, someone kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many options at the moment, but uh, I will go with my dark horse, uh, Hikari Noah. Ooh, that's a nice.
0: Ah, uh, kind of like the dark horse route. uh how much of a dark horse they really are is really debatable especially within the Joshi fandom uh i'm not deep into well, it anybody <laughs> yeah like i said uh i'm not deep i'm not like in the joshi fandom so i don't know what the perception of her is uh but to me she's easily top 5 maybe top 3 best wrestlers in joshi My Dark Horse pick will be my first pick and it'll be Hanako Nakamori.
1: I feel like Hanako is kind of underappreciated. I I fucking love her. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
1: depending which sort of, like, Joshi fan that you speak to.
0: She can do no wrong in my eyes. She's somebody (laughs) I've never seen have a bad match.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um my next pick, I don't know why my mind automatically just went to this absolute icon uh, but I thought you would probably take her at some point so I need to, I need to get in early uh, my second pick, don't. obviously Queen of Big Boots Yumioka
0: I was thinking about Yumioka but
1: <laughs> you see
0: I was thinking about Ajakon, however <laughs> Whenever we did our fantasy booking series, I did take her. And I kind of want to mix things up. So. Let me get the mother of Masa, the mother of Katsuhiko Nakajima, the mother-in-law of Ren Katakura. Let me get Akira Hokuto.
1: I mean, that's that's a good shout. She does have Like three very talented children.
0: Yeah, that's true. Shout out Rink out of course. She's like not even the second best wrestler in the family. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like nowhere near it, bro. That family is stacked. (laughs) Actually, look at that. Um,
1: I feel like going. Hmm. I feel like I'll kind of you know throw it back a little bit. Um. I'll we'll go with uh, Minami Toyota.
0: I was thinking about her, but it wasn't like for, you know, it was for other reasons. Uh, so now I'm going to have to take <laughs> so this what? person because I am so. Okay, I am terrified. I had a game plan, but I am terrified you're going to take this person. So I need the Mexican mother of Naito and Yujiro. I need Mima Shimoda. I wanted the Tokyo oh, well. Sweethearts, and, you know, you just kind of fucked everything up, but
1: Well, fun. I mean, I can, I can easily fuck it up even more.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'm sure you can.
1: Yeah, because, uh, actually, I was going to take her first, but then I decided when i Toyota, but, um, that's Komita.
0: I do not like you for that. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Who needs to live in the past when you can look to the future and, you know, start a new tag team. So, I mean, that's whatever. Uh, So, with my next pick, I am going to take... Hmm. You know... Hmm. I... I don't know. This, This is hard. Uh you know what? Uh, even though I took her in the uh fancy booking series, I I we just watched that wave show. Let me get Masaki Ohada.
1: Yeah, I mean probably wouldn't have picked her, but that that might just be me and a me being a hater.
0: You're our hater. <laughs> Six. So that's why she is picked I mean, here.
1: Yeah, I can't argue that, that she's sick, but I um, feel like I want to continue my run of old people. Yeah. She's, and uh, she's she's retiring soon, so uh, I'm going to pick Kaoru.
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: And she's kind of a crackhead, so I like that about her.
0: I, I mean, that's true, she's a crackhead.
1: Uh... I mean, she's, mm. like, about to retire, and she's like, you know what, I'm gonna break my leg.
0: <laughs> That's understandable. I mean, she dove off the ladder. I mean, this is what it is.
1: <laughs> this woman's, like, 50. She's like, you know what, I'm gonna dive off a ladder. Uh,
0: who, do I, who do I want? I'm trying to think back in the archives, see if there's any older people that I could just take. Hmm. The problem is, there's a period. Oh, wait, never mind. I, I'm i going to take Mariko Yoshida. I haven't took her yet.
1: <laughs> Done. <laughs> so you're taking Yoshida? Yes. Okay. Uh, I feel like I need to go back to the... So... Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll go back to the youth. I was going to say, I was going to pick somebody else, and I thought, no, she's not that young. So... <laughs> 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 so I'll change my pick. So I'll pick uh the real one, Mukase.
0: Ooh, that's a good pick. The Phoenix. Since you since you haven't taken her yet, I'll take my Yuki.
1: Damn, she was gonna be my first pick and then I was like, you know what, I'll go Hikari Noah and now I'm regretting. Yeah,
0: great idea. <laughs> take the jobber. Good.
1: <laughs> but uh I'll take I'll take the other half of as a revolution, I'll take Risa Sarah. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Uh. Oh, duh. Hana, duh.
1: <laughs> I feel like neither of us picked her yet, so we were just kind of like waiting nah. to see who nah, I figured you
0: were going to take her, so I was like, alright, but you ain't took her. It's 7-bit for me, and I'm like, <laughs> alright, I'm going to go ahead.
1: Well, it, it wouldn't be one of my lists if I didn't pick Natsu Sumire.
0: Yeah, and you can do that, so I can take Asuka and I can do Flourish as a tag team, so you can do
1: that <laughs> if you want. So. But I mean, that that also leaves me with the option to take uh, Kigetsu, that handsome little man. I
0: mean, you can take him, that's fine, because you know, <laughs> that could a plan. No, it's it's there. <laughs> I can't tell you what it is yet, but it's there, man.
1: I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I have zero puns, I'm just taking who I like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I don't either. That was kind of a lie, but uh uh cutie Suzuki.
1: Okay. Uh I'm gonna continue my run of breaking up tag teams and pick Makoto.
0: Well, Oscar's already in a tag team, so she's not necessarily needed right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Do-do-do-do-do. Don't want to continue my run of old people. That's a great idea. It's a great, great idea.
1: Um, oh, I've just thought of a beast old person I need to take.
0: <laughs> you're talking about beast old person you need to take. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh... F- You know what? Uh, it's just because I recently watched an old AJW show. Let me get Yumika Hoda.
1: I really do not like you right now. <laughs> <laughs> because that was my beast old person.
0: <laughs> yeah, guess what?
1: Mine now. So uh, I'm gonna have to take another beast, old person, and uh, say Arjokong.
0: Uh, that's cool. It's crazy. You know why? <laughs> I mean, I mean, do you know why? Why? Because <laughs> I will take Eo Sky.
1: <laughs> the the WWE version.
0: <laughs> no, that's a name. <laughs> that's our CMO name, man. I don't need to talk about. It.
1: I mean, if you're taking Eosky Sky, suggests the uh, existence of Mio Sky, so I'm going to take Mio Shirai. <laughs> Mio Sky, yeah,
0: that's <laughs> true. That's what I always knew her as. Uh, sheesh. Tough spot here. Tough spot. Uh, I I do have another tag team I want to take. Let me get a Kino.
1: Okay. Uh, I feel like I don't have enough crackheads, <laughs> so I'm not pick my favorite crackhead. Pick Hibiscus me.
0: Oh, that's a good <laughs> pick. Now I can complete this tag team by getting Ayako Hamada.
1: She was she was on my radar. I don't know why I didn't pick her earlier, but
0: we took her last time we did a draft like this, so I was like, alright, time am Sean.
1: Uh I feel like I don't know where I'm going, so Uh, I'll I'll go with uh... Ariza Nakajima.
0: I was thinking of her several times, but I was just like, eh. Eh. I don't know. (laughs) Just because I know this will pop Alex, I will take Haley Hatred.
1: Dare I ask why?
0: <laughs> a dog? She was a beast. <laughs> I'm not going
1: <gonna> <laughs> Well, I mean, if we're gonna... I'll, I'll pick one beast, Gaijin, since, uh, you did. I'll pick, uh, Alex Windsor. She had a tour of Japan. She's a champion in Japan, so she counts.
0: She's a broth. She was never on the radar. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So my last pick, I think it's very logical that I look to the future and go Ibuki Hoshi. Yeah, that's that fifteen
1: each. Yeah, yeah. There so
0: I will I will list out my roster. So I have Hanako Nakamori, Akira Hokudo, Mima Shimoda, Misaki Ohada, Mariko Yoshida, Yukihi, Hanakamura. Asuka, Cutie Suzuki, Yumiko Hoda, Io Shirai, Aikino, Ayako Hamada, Haley Hatred, Indy Bukihoshi.: Hoshi.
1: So, my roster is Ikarinawa, Yumioka, Minami Toyota, Eskomita, Mita, Kaoru, Yuka Takase, Risa Serra, Natsu Sumire, Kagetsu, Makoto, Aja Kong, Mio Shirai, Hibiscus Mi, Risa Nakajima, and Alex Windsor.
0: Solid, solid. Uh, If you would like, whenever this goes up, uh, probably next week because I just put up the recent episode. uh, Please go on Twitter and tell, tell Beth how much my roster kicks her rosters ass. Anyway, uh, we don't have any bruvs on this roster. We don't have any (laughs) bruvs on this roster. This is a perfect pro wrestling roster, if you ask me. Okay.
1: I had to. I had to pick one bruv. I couldn't leave the bruv's out Dang, you didn't
0: one. take you didn't take B Priestley that's crazy
1: <laughs> to be fair I could have I could have taken Jamie Hayter she's a bruv yeah I well she's
0: I'm never saying. wrestled in Japan she's an AEW founder in the middle of nowhere right now
1: yeah the AEW founder wandering around the streets of Southampton and was like yo come work for us
0: <laughs> Say yeah sure but uh, that is it for this draft and this episode. If you have any more draft ideas you want to see us do, please shoot us a message or tweet at us because uh, we'll definitely do them, especially if they're fun and there's handicaps involved because we love being frustrated about wrestling. <laughs> so, uh, Well, that'll be all for this week, so we'll see you next time.